Coming to you from the lovely campus of Lagrange College, this is Panther Talk, your weekly dose of world news, trivia, and campus updates. Hi, Maria, and here with me today is Will Gray. Thanks, Aria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, welcome to season three it of Panther Talk. It is so great to be back. It is so great to be back. We've taken a little... Yeah, we had a break. ...break between Christmas and all that, and now we're back, and we're jumping right in. We got um, a guest on our first episode this do. season. We do! That's kind of... This is, is the first, first time we've had a guest on our first episode because yeah. the last two seasons we didn't have a guest yes. on our first episode. But it's very exciting. But yeah, you might be wondering about the Irish accents in the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> so this episode is for Dancing at Lunasa, which is our upcoming production in the LaGrange College Theatre Arts Musical Theatre Department. And it is set in Ireland. And I'm sure the entire campus knows that the cast and crew went to Ireland to study learn the accent, learn the culture, yes. all that stuff. Very incredible. We're going to talk a lot about it today with our fabulous guest, Mark Huffman, who plays Father Jack in it the show. It is so wonderful to have you here, Mark. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Yes. So your first interview question, Mark, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I answer this question by talking about many, many hats mm. that mm. I wear. Um, and I'll... I'll go into background when it, when it's appropriate. But um, I, first and foremost here at LaGrange College, I'm married to President Susanna Baxter. Yeah. So um, some people call me first gentleman. Some people <laughs> jokingly call me first dude. <laughs> uh, never first heard that dude. one. <laughs> I've never heard that. I kind of like funny. it. <laughs> first dude. Um, but anyway, so that that's one of the things that I do. Um, and to allow Dr. Baxter to be able to work the way she works, I consider myself chief home economist. Mm -hmm. So uh, we've got two wonderful young boys, and so I do all the schlepping back and forth, do most of the cooking and, gotcha. and that kind of thing. Very nice. Professionally, I have a couple of uh, freelance shingles out. One of them is around what I call organizational development. I help a company or an agency or just a group of people who are working together um, uh, around um, kind of institutional development issues, so ways to work well together, mm. strategic planning, that kind of thing, um, action planning. I've got a, a few tricks up my sleeve in terms of um, methodologies to, to help folks come together and work well together. Nice. That's great. Um, I also have a background in sexuality education and so these days, my, my, what I would love to be actually doing more of uh, is working with parents around how mm. to set a nice, warm, open home uh, for kids to be able to answer quest ask questions, um, how to help parents, uh, I say, relax the shoulders and mm -hmm. be open mm. to those questions and not get freaked out when in the middle of a grocery store or something, your kid, your toddler blurts out something that you'd rather them not blurt yeah. out. <laughs> All those wonderful moments that I call askable moments. Mm. So I do kind of coaching and workshops and and things around that as well. I think um, that's very important work in this is. area specifically. Yeah. It's yeah. very important. Another hat I wear is as a chair right now of the board of Hillside Montessori School. <gasps> um, Look at that. Both our sons started there. One of them has aged out, but we still got one there. And so we are in the midst of uh, building a brand new building on Hills and Dales mm -hmm. Road, uh, yeah. Farm Road. 
And so that's very that's exciting awesome. and very time-consuming hat <laughs> that I wear. I can imagine. Um, and I think that might be all of them. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. Got yeah. a golden doodle named Thor. <gasps> so. Thor. I love dogs. He's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to meet Thor. I need to, need oh, to meet okay. him. Um, we, we were talking with Paul earlier, and he asked who our guest was going to be, and I mentioned your name, and that's how he knew you was from the chair of the Montessori school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he yeah. knew you wow. from that. So, um, people in the community, I think, know you from lots of different things. Obviously, we know you as... The first gentleman of the college. First dude, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> first dude. <laughs> Will you tell us about your experience in Ireland um, oh, and what Ireland. that was like? Oh, wow. Yeah, where to begin? Um, <laughs> it's kind of like the show. There are just so many facets to it and mm. so many layers all intertwined. Um, it was amazing on many levels. One was I've never been to Ireland. I've always wanted to go, always heard <gasps> wonderful things about it. So getting mm-hmm. to go was was fantastic. Um, it was a really neat, um, experience for me because when our family arrived in LaGrange, it was literally in the middle of the COVID shutdown. Mm. Um, and to kind of refresh people's memory, that was when even outside on campus, we had to wear masks. Mm -hmm. So needless to say, I just spent most of my time like Rapunzel locked up in the, (laughs) in the president's house. And so, um, you know, it's been kind of a, a, a slow emergence because life is going on and things are happening. And so um, this was one of the first experiences that I got to really, really spend a lot of time with students mm-hmm. and rub elbows with students. And so that was a real treat for me because by definition, it's an exciting time for everyone. We're having a great yes. time. Yeah. There's lots of time to sit and talk and and get to know people a little bit more deeply. So that was that was quite rewarding. The country itself is is amazing. Um, uh, most of the people that went on the the trip uh, talk about that moment when we were at the gravesite mm-hmm. of Brian Friel, the playwright, and that was that was something for me too. And I remember kind of looking out on the on the landscape and all of the cliche but true. Uh, renderings of Ireland that you see in yeah. books and movies and TV shows and that kind of connection with the earth. And, and you know, whenever, whenever there's an Irish character in America, they're always longing for home. And mm-hmm. I, I've always wondered about that. And um, so looking at, at that landscape was when it really sank in. Mm. And um, our, our first tour guide on the bus uh, when we literally landed at the airport, <laughs> said on, on the way across the country to, to um, Bundaran, where we stayed, she said, our goal is to help you get a feel for the Irishness of the play. Mm-hmm. And that, that's when it really so yeah. sank in for me. Wonderful. Gosh, Ireland. I could talk about that all day. Yeah. And I think it's really incredible how we all kind of have that moment by Brian Frill's gravesite. I talked about it when I was on BBC that I said it and every other student and person that was there would probably say the same thing, that that is the most incredible moment while we were there that we would always, always remember. Mm -hmm. And it was just... Always come back to. There's such a spirituality in the air over there. I I don't know what it is. I think maybe the um, connection to the pagan Mm -hmm. um, religion as well as the Catholic religion and, and... it's so deeply ingrained in their culture and, and in their lives that 
it's just there's just something i don't know yeah. it's hard to put it, into words it's a vibe yeah, yeah. It's, it's a vibe it's, yes. yeah it's yeah it's incredible it, over it, there it's quite yeah it was it was it was quite profound and one thing i maybe coincidental but i but i found fascinating was um our guide that day had us close our eyes at the gravesite mm-hmm. and just be quiet because we were all very excited and very, <laughs> very talkative. <laughs> and he said, um, he said, close your eyes and close your mouth. <laughs> for 10 seconds. And, for 10 and seconds. For, for just 10 seconds. And then, and then he said, open them. And, and he said the words, welcome home. <gasps> and I thought, well, Brian Friel, yes, he's yes. home. But, but, but that, that sense of spirituality that, mm-hmm. and, and that sense of, the earth and the landscape and the and and the surroundings being home mm-hmm. uh, was just so profound. And I think yeah. the real blessing of that trip that with with dancing at Lunasa is that we have the chance to bring that vibe yes. to Americans that didn't get to go to Ireland. Yes. I mean, we mm-hmm. we get to try and successfully or unsuccessfully, we will do our very best uh, to recreate that that feeling of spirituality and and connectedness with the earth that you know i think it exists here but i think it's more rare mm-hmm. yeah and, well and lo and behold it, at least through the character i play father jack that that's one of the central themes of the of the play and i'm kind of a theology nerd i, I mm-hmm. went to mm-hmm. vanderbilt divinity school but um but one of the things that that you see in the show is this tension between the kind of the irish pagan uh, traditions mm. and the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. and then lo and behold, Father Jack, you know, comes after 25 years yes. in Africa, and he brings that yeah. um, kind of earth-rooted spirituality right. as well. And so it's a it's a wonderful rendering of of the tensions around all that. Absolutely, yeah. So speaking of Father Jack, rehearsals, stuff like that. What has been your process for? Creating Father Jack because I he's a tough he's a tough one. I bet. <laughs> he is. He's a he's a many splendored thing. <laughs> <laughs> many hats. Yeah, many, many hats, many hats hey. literally and figuratively. Yeah, yeah, many many layers to his character and and many things going on. Um, and j- just so listeners know, he uh, he's he's a Catholic priest. Twenty five years ago, he went away to Africa, and when he comes back. Um, the small Catholic village is very much uh, awaiting his return and ready to celebrate because um, as we were taught over there, um, the, Catholic, the Catholic church and the, and the, the leaders within the mm-hmm. church were very, very esteemed mm. uh, characters in a village. And so they are literally ready to, to have a parade for him, but there's all of this kind of hush-hushness going on around his return from the authorities and no one quite understands it. And as it turns out, he's bringing back some sensibilities of the African culture mm-hmm. that is um, not uh, pleasing to the, to the, to the Catholic mm-hmm. folks there. So, so to, and in addition to that, um, he has had malaria. There is talk about his uh, mind being a little, or actually a lot fuzzy. So there's a, a kind of, and, and there's a physicalness to him that's, um, that's, that's a little unique. And then his mind is doing this and then his spirituality is doing mm-hmm. that. And so 
one of the processes literally is, is I wrote, I have written down on a piece of paper all these different axes of mm. like physically, is he tired or is he energetic? Because mm. at different times he's different. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, mentally, is he literally there or somewhere else? Um, wow. it's, yeah, so it's like an abacus almost. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, with the, with the, his sisters, he's about 10 or so years older than the, the oldest sister. And so he's almost a, a, an, a, an avuncular uncle-like figure, mm-hmm. but he's also huh. a brother. And so, and then um, there's that. And so there, there's so many uh, layers to him that I've literally kind of laid out the yeah. layers and I'm playing. And, and Professor Knoll, of course, is, is helping me a lot with figuring out wh- which combination of what at yeah. any given scene is, is going on. Wow. Wonderful. This is your first time working on Price Theater stage? Have you ever? Um, this past summer, The Spirit of Lafayette. Ah, um, I saw that. I was uh, recruited by Professor Knoll <laughs> to do a small part, Lord Corn- Cornwallis. Okay. Um, so, yeah, my, this is, uh, I'm, I still consider myself quite new. Definitely okay. new to the building. Had no way, no way of knowing how <laughs> no to get in. Getting getting in. in. There's a maze. That building <laughs> is confusing. So, it is when you confusing, first especially when you can't get in half the time. Yes. Uh, what has it been like working with Professor Knoll? Will you tell ooh, us a little bit about that? Good question. <laughs> um, it, it's been amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she brings um, a combination of a, a gentleness and exuberance and an encouragement while not shirking on standards at all. Mm-hmm. Um, she very lovingly redirects um, and uh, and and so it's so she's not intimidating she's she's approachable yeah. um, she allows by the same token there's a, another another axis of, mm-hmm. of balances she balances the allowing an actor to do their thing to to try things to um, uh, find their own interpretations and at the same time when they're going away from the vision she she mm-hmm. calls them back mm-hmm. um and asks some asks questions to to get you back so it's it's been a, a real treat um these are acting um are, are some some muscles that are very rusty for me because it was mm-hmm. decades ago uh when i was very active and so um, and this role is is quite challenging, and so it's been a, a real blessing that she's the mm-hmm. one that, that that is helping me with yeah. this. She's a blessing for all of us. She yeah. is she's really incredible. Very incredible. Yeah, I I have admired her from afar for a few years because <laughs> back, backing up to the middle of the COVID shutdown, yeah. mm-hmm. um, we we arrived that that late summer fall. Um, you know, there had been questions as to whether there were going to be any in-person classes at all. Right. Um, we're outside even, we're walking around in masks. Um, and then I heard about this production that was going to happen. And of course, masks, even outside, what better way to lean into that than to do some Greek mm-hmm. tragedies where there yes. are masks. Yes. And so um, so I saw this person around the the, you know, the woods outside sunny gables <laughs> and this little white subaru driving around and, and i was like what is going on and dr baxter was telling me about this wonderful theater professor who was just setting an example of let's lean into this yeah. because because everybody was was 
rightly just like thinking, oh my gosh, we were in shock. Like, how do we do this? What, Mm -hmm. there's so much we could list of what we can't do. And she was just all about what can we do? Mm -hmm. And so from that moment, I was like, yeah, I would love to work with her sometime. This was a real treat. Yes. Well, it's been such an amazing experience working with you and having, I mean, this is the first production I've done that's been a part of LaGrange College. It's been with people out in the community. Yeah, Um, Like, you know, we did, Will and I did Forum over the summer, which is community theater with the LSPA. Mm -hmm. But this is like a completely new experience and it's been incredible and it's been a pleasure getting to work with all the people. <laughs> and I will say it was a real treat for us students to get to rub elbows with you in Ireland as well. Yes. Oh. Go both ways, I'm glad so. you think yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think that's all we have for you. Yeah. I think, oh, wow. Well, thank you so that much for coming on. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Mark. Yes. It's been a real pleasure having you. Yay. Thank you. Well, that was a fabulous interview now, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Yes. Uh, so college news. Uh, we are three months from graduation. Just three months. <laughs> Which is a little sad because one of my roommates is a senior. Yeah. And also she's in Dancing at Lunasa. Yes. This is her last production with me. Yeah. But <laughs> it's also extremely exciting for those also, graduating. Yes, it is very exciting, but also... <laughs> for us, it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. <laughs> those who aren't graduating. Yeah, because I'm left here. Yep. All by my- I'm going to get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, graduation. We love our seniors so much. We're Do you know the date of graduation? Oh, May. I think it might be May 4th. Okay. Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. I think it is, actually. <laughs> um, so We'll check up on that yeah, and, and let it, you know in the next episode. Yes. It's on the website. Yes. Or in my LC, something like that. In other news... Lacrosse and baseball are starting up. Go Panthers! Yes! I have to say, I am so excited for Panther baseball because (sighs) I only got to go to one game last year because I was in rehearsal every other time Mm. they had a home game. And the one night Professor Noel canceled rehearsal, I went to the baseball game. And I loved it. I forget how much I love watching baseball. It's one of my favorite sports to watch. It is really fun to watch live in person. And especially LaGrange College baseball, Mm -hmm. because I know there's people out there. Yeah! And lacrosse, too. Go support all your Panther athletes. I have actually never watched a lacrosse game before, so I'm going to have to check them out. Oh, it's fun. You should. They're actually... I had a cousin that played lacrosse, and he was here for a semester, and then... I haven't seen him. If you like watching so. football, it's a very physical sport. Oh, so it's there's great. lots of, you know, checking and it's kind of like hockey on a field. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of sports, sports, we've got lots of sporting events coming lots. up this week. We're kind of hitting the ground running with spring sports. Yes. On Tuesday, our only event on Tuesday it looks like is women's basketball at 5 p.m. February uh, 13th. Tuesday, February 13th. Yes. So that is at Wesleyan. So that one will not be here. I think every game in uh, that week well, <laughs> is away. <laughs> we have an away softball game on Wednesday. Uh, we have an away men's lacrosse game oh, on, that, on Wednesday. That's at Point University. So go. Yes. If you can, it's close only by Point 25 University. minutes away. Yep. Um, and then the softball team is playing at Birmingham Southern on Wednesday. So Wednesday is a busy day for athletics. It is. Um, but all away games, it looks like. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, we're skipping a few days here. Saturday, the 17th, we have a softball game here at LaGrange against Barry College. Um, 
that same day at 1 p.m., we have a men's lacrosse game here wow. against Illinois Tech. Wow, they're coming a long way. Hello. Um, men's tennis is playing at Truett McConnell on a Saturday, and so is women's tennis. Our women's basketball team will be playing Huntington on the 17th away. Huntington. Yes. Um, Again. Yes. <laughs> Lots of basketball games in a season. Uh the baseball team, oh, this is our first baseball home game <gasps> yes! on Fe- on February 17th, Saturday, 2 p.m. <gasps> LaGrange so College will be playing Brevard, Brevard? Brevard. Brevard. Never heard of that college before. I'll have to go watch. Yes, and we can actually go because we don't have yes. a show that day. Yes, Woo. Yes. Uh, and on that same day, um, the 17th, the softball team is going to be playing Barry College at LaGrange. Busy day on the 17th. Mm-hmm. Oh, two games. It's a doubleheader for the baseball team. <gasps> Look at that. On Saturday, they're playing Brevard twice at one, or sorry, at 2 p.m. Eastern time and at 5 p.m. Eastern time. And on Sunday, we've got a softball game against... Center mm-hmm. here at LaGrange at 1 p.m. Another baseball game against Brevard. So three games against Brevard in two ga- two days. Wow. They must be having a little series or something. Yeah. Um, 2 p.m. on Sunday. So it's a busy weekend for baseball and softball here. There's yeah. also a men's lacrosse game here um, over the weekend. So. so lots of home games, yes. which is exciting. Lots of chances to go Support watch sports Panthers, yeah. for free. For so, free. Incredible. Yes. Um, but in other college news and things, get your CE credits. I have a feeling that that is going to be the theme for this <laughs> Get your CE season. credits. Last season it was take that advice. check your emails. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Last season it was check your emails. This time around it's going to be get your CE credits, which you can find in your email. So, <laughs> <laughs> so bring it back. Check your email by proxy. Yes. yes. Um, you should check it every day. Yes, and some of the CE events that are coming up, we have Tokens of Love mm-hmm. on Tuesday, February 13th, um, and that is in the Bailey Room from 11.15 to 12.15 during contact hour. I'm assuming that has something to do with Valentine's Day. Yes. But I'm not sure exactly what. I feel so, like it's a safe assumption to make. Yeah, fun surprise, wherever you know, whatever it is. You'll um, have to report back to us if yes. you go. Uh, at that same time on Tuesday in the Dixon Assembly Room, we have uh, the history of black Greek letter organizations on the LaGrange College campus. Mm. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, yeah, unfortunately, you'll have to pick between those two. But um, that's also contact hour on yes. February 13th. And then we have the fabulous production of Dancing at Lunasa, which is the timing is, us- is different than what our shows usually are. Yes. We open on a Tuesday, Tuesday night. February 13th at 7 p.m. And we run until Friday, February 16th 16th at 7 p.m. No matinee. So every show is at 7 p.m. that evening, February 13th through the 16th. Yes. It's a really incredible show. If you haven't seen the press for it that we've done, the (laughs) all the attention that we have gotten for it in Ireland, in Atlanta now, because they just did a... Uh, a TV interview. Carly Jones and I just did a little TV spot. Yeah, for, uh, for dancing but it is very exciting. It's a very fantastic production. I love it. It's one of my favorite plays now. I'd never heard of it. Um, if you're just looking for something that's going to make you feel something, because yes. the show certainly will, I highly recommend you come, and it's a CE credit. And it's free. And it's free for LaGrange College students, faculty, and staff. Yes, $10 if you are not a student or faculty or staff. So, um, But for students... If you're getting a CE credit for it, you don't have to pay any money. Yeah. Just show up at 645, get Walk yourself in. a seat, yep. and 
And it's general admission, so no yes. reserving seats um, beforehand. So, yeah, I think... I think that's all we have I for think you today, folks. that's all we have today. So I'll just roll right into our credits. Sure. So Panther Talk is written by Trip Floyd, produced by Aria Mabry and Kelton Hunt, audio engineering by Maureen Goffner, audio editing by Keonthony Seals, audio mixing and mastering by Kelton Hunt, and music by Jacob Broom. And a special thank you to Mark Huffman for letting us interview him. Thank you, and thank you, thank you so much, Mark. Yep, and that's our show. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye for now, and have a good one, Panthers. Bye, y'all.